Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of In That Number. Before we get started this week with our double header, first things first, we're safe. Safety secured. We will be playing Premier League football again next season. A massive sigh of relief. So well done to Hassan Hurstall and all the guys. I mean, things did look bleak at the start of the calendar year. But he's well and truly turned things around. Look forward to many more years in the Premier League. Um, hopefully with Hassan Hurstall on board. Uh, joining us this week to discuss both the clashes, um, we've got another statesider, another Saints fan, um, and friend of the show, Mark Griffiths. Great to have him back again. It's also his third appearance, so that's the hat-trick. Um, in that number match ball, swinging its way to Good Massachusetts. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Um, as usual, I'm your host, Ray Hunt. Uh, follow me on Twitter, on at RayHunt84. My co-host is at Moscow Mush. You can follow the show on at number podcast. Send your emails to in that number podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram on in that number podcast. Like us on Facebook. Give us a review on iTunes, etc. Right, let me bring in the guys, Mark Griffiths and my co-host, Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. All right, chaps. Morning, how are you? Morning, afternoon, yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. We are Premier League. Uh, the sun is shining and, and everything's just beautiful. Yeah, and what time is it over there for you, Mark? It is just before 9am. And I, I, I hear you had a few shandies last night. I, I might have done, yes. Oh, can't blame you. And how, how are you this morning, Kev, all this afternoon? So a, yeah, great. It's, um, it's Easter Sunday here. Um, and yeah, sun's shining, a bit of a wind blowing. And yeah, just, just um, enjoying myself. I had a, had a rather good week. Nice. Do you want to discuss your week? Well, no. I mean, just we've just been working, but um, I don't know. I'm just I'm just pleased. I mean, we we've managed to get two decent results, um, entertaining football, and yeah, I can't really complain about anything at all. Excellent. Um, right, Mark. Yes. How is life in Boston these days? 
It is good. It is good. City of Champions. So it's all good over there. Not for much longer. Well, we won't speak about hockey last night, though. Oh, I, I actually quite enjoyed that. That was it. Was nice. It was a. Yeah, it's good. It's a good game. Very good game. Yeah, I think if they all go like that, you know, it was two games so far, both gone to overtime. So yeah. Yeah. So come on, Columbus. Yeah. Well, tough, tough seven against Toronto in the first leg. Mm. In the first game, sorry. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Apart from the hockey, how was how was life over there? It is good. Yeah. After God, well, given that last time you recorded it was wasn't it your wife's birthday, Kevin? Uh, no, no, my wife's birthday was that? last week, yeah. Last week, yeah, it's mine this week, so. Uh, happy birthday to her. Happy oh, happy birthday, Mrs. Mark. Happy birthday. Oh, it, like it was your birthday, Mark, or your Mrs.'s birthday? Oh, no, 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 it's my wife. Oh, okay, well, yeah. Happy birthday to Aaron. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's another, another grey morning here in Boston, lim- limping our way towards summer and spring. Uh, it's not too, I mean, we've had um, a lot of high winds the last couple of days, so it's not great. Now, but last week was fantastic. Yeah, we're getting that now. But it's weird. Like um, beginning of April, it, it was snowing, and then yeah, last week it was like plus twenty three or twenty four, something ridiculous. That's that's incredible. Like <laughs> yeah. the, the changes. Just like uh, last night it was um, zero degrees, and during the day it's just like baking. So I have no idea what's going on, but yeah, I'm making the most of it. Okay, so I just want to start off quickly by just saying, like, now that we're we're safe. Mm-hmm. Do we? Thank God. Yeah, thank God. Do we really care about the points dropped this week? I don't know. Obviously, I still want to win every single game we play in. But now that we're safe, a draw isn't the end of the world. No. Yeah, it's the last half full thing, isn't it? I mean, you can say that we got two point the two points that we needed to guarantee safety out of these last two matches. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, job's done. I mean, to be honest, the way Hasenhutl. I've uh, got points out of um, giants like Spurs and Arsenal. Um, you know, I took it to Man United. I like didn't get anything there. But we, we already had enough points. And uh, Wolves, yeah, obviously, um, a couple of weeks ago. That, that that job had been done already. So I, I kind of expected uh, these games to be the ones that we need to get us uh, over the line. But to be honest, I think, I think even without them, we'd, we'd probably have been fine anyway. Yeah, I mean, well, being totally honest, I mean, in late December, you know, we had Mark Hughes on board, we were playing Jack fucking Stevens and Wesley Hoot, um, James Ward-Prowse was left in the cold, we were scrapping for, like, 1-0 wins, uh, and we weren't being much of a challenge to anyone, so at that point, did we think we could survive? Not really, no. No. So this is, you know, a massive sigh of relief now, it's over, all that worrying for nothing. Yeah, because the way it was under Mark Hughes, that, that if we had stayed up, it would have been more a case of other teams relegating themselves rather than us set keeping ourselves up. I mean, I still thought at the time, if I'm being honest, no disrespect to Huddersfield or Fulham, that they, they were the two that were going to go down. And it, I, if I am being totally honest, I thought it would go down to the last day of the season between Saints and Cardiff. At that point, yeah. I thought it was going to be like that. But no, we haven't got to go through that now. We can just sit back and enjoy the rest the rest of the season for what it is. Yeah, and observe the relegation battle play out for the last two matches uh, from a safe distance. And it's quite nice. It is. Um, and speaking of that, I'm gonna I'm gonna like drop into the news now, and I wanted to start like I don't know if I've mentioned, but we're safe. Um, <laughs> I think you might have done. Hey, <laughs> we are Premier League. We are Premier League. Um, which means Cardiff are on the brink of joining Huddersfield and Fulham in the Championship. So Cardiff are now what four points adrift of Brighton. 
with an inferior goal difference. So they need to beat both Crystal Palace and Man United and for Brighton to pick up no more than one point against Arsenal and Man City. It's not impossible. It's not. You can it's see, not. I mean, you can see Brighton losing both those. But realistically, can Cardiff beat Palace and Man United? I mean, it was a big fuck-up yesterday for them. Um, yeah. How they managed to lose to Fulham, I don't know. Yeah, but Fulham playing for nothing. I'd probably say that their season ends there. But, you know, I mean, like, Cardiff, I mean, they have surprised a lot of people in a lot of matches this season. Including us. Well, yeah, twice. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't think it's impossible. I think they can... I mean, you know how Man United are playing at the moment. They can get beat by anybody, and Cardiff are fighting for their lives. And Palace aren't exactly, you know, setting the, the, the league on fire. So, you know, they, if they can pick up six points there, I understand that it's out of their hands, but it's not impossible. No, no, it's not impossible. And yeah, I say it would be be interesting if they if they do manage to get three points against Palace. I think that would be a very interesting battle to watch. It would be, but anyway, we haven't got to, we haven't got to worry about it because um, yeah. we're safe. We've got our sunglasses on. Yeah. Um, another thing I want to talk about was Francis Benali's Iron Fran Challenge. Um, he's attempting to raise a million for cancer research, undertaking seven triathlons across seven days between 29th of April to the 5th of May. So that's what I could t- He's doing a 2.4-mile swim, 112-mile bike ride, and 26.2-mile run. So over 1,000 miles in a week. It's absolutely incredible. Um I haven't donated yet, but I will do, and I hope you guys and I hope our listeners do the same as well. If yeah, you, sure. If you want to donate, just go on to um, ironfran.co.uk for more information on that. But yeah, oh, that, that's <laughs> that's some feat. Yeah, yeah, madman. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Kev, I wanted to talk to you about the um, the tweet that I saw in the week from the, the Dublin Fire Brigade. Did you see it? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah okay. of course I did. That was too I thought you would have done, but yeah, it's like they, they they tweeted saying we're aware that Shane Long is on fire and have contacted our colleagues at <laughs> Fire Brigade to let him know. Classic. I just wanted to drop that in somewhere because I was laughing at that for ages. Uh, yeah, did you see the Hampshire Fire Brigade reply? I didn't well? see that, no. <laughs> no, they said, like, um, yeah, we're aware of the situation and we won't be extinguishing them until uh, Premier League safety is guaranteed. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Um, did you have any news that you wanted to discuss? Uh, yeah, a couple of things. Um, uh Old Chairman Rupert Lowe. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Yeah, I mean, as if we needed another reason to hate him besides <laughs> appointing Harry Redknapp <laughs> as manager. <Yeah. laughs> He's now uh, been named on the party list uh, as a candidate for the European elections in uh, in the West Midlands for the Brexit party. Yeah. So he can fuck off twice now. <laughs> <laughs> what an outstanding <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did see that. I just I just skipped over it because I was, you know, aghast. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think um, yeah, this is the uh, the right place to vent my rage. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, hope he gets completely relegated from from that battle. <laughs> <laughs> um, other news: um, Saints women they they won mm. the uh, the women's football league premier. And a big win, um, well, didn't they, in the last... Yeah. 8-8-0, yeah. eight, eight, and that's their 17th back-to-back win. So, yeah, yeah. fair play. Fair play, Um And, yeah, the only other thing is um, just uh, 
question marks about Shane Long's future. I mean, he's um, out of contract at the end of next season, so you've got to think, well, does he move on in the summer? Do we extend his contract? I mean, these are questions that should be answered by the end of this year. Really. I personally think that we need to keep hold of him. I mean, as I, said yeah. before, I think he knows his role. He knows he's not going to be starting every single game. Um, and when he comes on, you know what he contributes now. And it just goes to show that he just gets a little bit of confidence and he goes on a run. And I do think he's the type of player that Hasn Herzl likes. So, yeah, I'd be happy to have him, have him stay. Have yeah, him definitely. Stay. Yeah, I would, I would definitely keep him around, purely just because there's no one else, really. But I mean, With Charlie, Aust- Charlie Austin probably leaving over the summer. I reckon so, yeah. And I reckon mm. that if the rumours are true, Che Adams coming in, then we don't really, we don't really need Austin. But we still got Long as that third option. So exactly, yeah. Yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah, definitely. We love Shane Long. We do. Um, anything else, Kevin? Um, no, that's it. Yeah, quick bit of news. Um, quite apt that we got safety yesterday, as today marks seven years since we got promoted to the Premier League. Oh, I didn't know that. Seven oh, years wow. ago today. So, so yeah. quite apt that it was this weekend. Brilliant, yeah. Yeah, just to visualise um, Ricky being um, lifted up on that, that brilliant winning against Coventry. Yeah, yeah great day. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. My God, yeah. I'd only just moved to Russia then. God, was that really yeah. seven years ago? Seven years ago, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, and yeah, one more bit of news. Talking about um, social media with that Twitter thing, did you see that after Newcastle scored against us, they posted a picture of it on Instagram, and it was then liked by Wesley Holt? I heard this, yeah. Cockend. Was that right? Is that right? That's true. Tosser. <laughs> no, that's just made me really angry. I didn't know that. That's made me angry. I just, just get rid of the twat now. I don't even want any money for the twat now. Just send him away. Yeah. yeah. That was we'll pay for the people to take him away. Yeah. Like a skip like for the rubbish that he is. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, All right. I'll, I'll, I'll take him to the airport myself. Just fuck off. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, so forget about Wesley Hoot. Watford on Tuesday the 23rd Tuesday just gone um, so 1-1 one, one. long score yes. after 7.69 seconds and you know Andre Gray late reply in the 90th minute more points dropped from winning positions it's so frustrating because you can see it coming uh, just, uh, yeah I think I saw a stat yesterday they reported we've got the highest amount of points dropped from winning positions yeah, in the league 27 is actually the, the now it is yeah and you think like well, there's a couple of games left I mean we could theoretically have thrown away enough points to keep us in the league anyway you know what I mean yeah <laughs> yeah it's scary yeah <laughs> um, so the starting 11 Angus Gunn three at the back Bednarik Yoshida and Jack fucking Stevens um, but to be fair I don't think he had a bad game against against Watford um, yeah I'll give him uh, and four in the midfield James Ward-Prowse continuing as that wing back Romeo Hoiberg and Bertrand um, and then the three up front, Armstrong, Redmond, Long. So it's two changes from the Newcastle defeat. He persevered with the three at the back. Um, Armstrong comes on for, in for Sims, and Long on for um, Ings, who's gone eight games without a goal at that point. This is a big issue uh, that we need to discuss before we talk about the game. Do we still pay Liverpool the £20 million for a goal-shy forward? Um, 
I'm hoping, was that? I'm hoping it's just like lacking confidence, and you know, a goal will just give him give him a turnaround. I don't, I don't think he's been bad. But I don't think he's playing bad. It's just he just hasn't found the net. But you know, that's his job. So next season could be different. I mean, if Ralph Hasenhutl brings his players in, I mean, if we do get, like I said, with like Chay Adams before, you know, does that mean that Ings will have an Austin-like role, or do we find a way to play him? Play them both together. I don't know. I think it's more of a case of like keeping him fit because he's been in and out, in and out of the team with injuries and just kind of needs a bit of a run in the, in the team, really. Yeah, I just think he's getting a lot of lot of abuse, saying that you know he's not scoring, and they're questioning whether we pay we we need to pay that money to Liverpool now. I don't know. Where do you stand, Kev? Um, no, I think he's going to stay for a number of reasons. Um, I mean, one, he's a kind of talisman, local lad, and everything. Um, two, I mean, yeah, he hasn't been scoring goals this year. I mean, he, he has this season, mm. so we've seen what he can do. Um, his performances of late, I think they've been rather good, yeah. but I mean, um, not as an out and out striker. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? I think he's got a role to play, and yeah, and thirdly, because um, apparently we, we have to buy him, it's not a, yeah, yeah. an option, it's the, a, it was the obligation a, at the start, a mandate, yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, that's fine. I think, you know, who can you get for 20 million up front these days? I think that's still great. Well, Che Adams is only going to cost us 15 million. Yeah, but you, know, you don't know how he's going to turn out in the Premier League. Do you know, so, so you know, and my other question was like, I know this is all hypothetical, but if Che Adams does come in, does he find a way to play Adams and Ings together? Ooh, um, yeah, I think that, I think that could, could work. Um, yeah, playing um, Ings behind him, mm-hmm. um, and then yeah, um, he thinks he's injured. You've got Long there. Um, yeah, this Ibrahimi still looks still going to be an option next season, isn't he? So yeah, um, yeah, I, th- I think he could work him in there. Okay, but anyway, it's nothing we need to concern ourselves with at the present. We um, yeah, as I say, we just go in, we go into the game and um, discuss that. So in the blink. We were one nil up. Discuss that first goal. Yeah, well, I was at work at the time, so I was trying to furiously get my radio on because the station I normally listen to decided not to work for whatever reason. <laughs> so I only I only listened from about the first or second minute onwards, so you which meant I missed the goal. Yeah. So I missed the goal. Yeah, I mean, I, I must admit, um, was listening to the lines up, lineups. I thought, okay, uh, in for a long match, go and grab a beer. Literally, by the time in the time that it took for me to go to the fridge, grab a beer, and come back, um, long had scored. <laughs> Unbelievable! But yeah, perfect start. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're pressing right from the off, and really, really wanted a goal, and yeah, he didn't have to wait long. I mean, I've been thinking about this as well. Is there? I know it's, it's, the, it's the record in the Premier League now, seven point six nine. But mm. how can it possibly be any quicker than that? Because with the new way that we kick off now, you haven't got a pass to a teammate, you can just kick back. It, you, you cannot get a quicker goal. Unless I think the only, the only way to be quicker is if you just pass that to and shoot straight from the kick-off even and then, it goes straight even in. And then the ball's got to travel some. I don't and know. he's got, yeah, 50 or so yards yeah. to get to it. Um, and yeah, I mean, okay, uh, Cathcart does hand it to him on a plate by shoving it straight up his ass. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it falls uh, really favourably for him, and yeah, he just, just just runs with it and makes that beautiful chip over Foster. Yeah, lovely goal. Um, lovely, oh, lovely yeah, finish. Yeah. But just the distance that you've got to cover in, like, seven seconds, and, yeah, you've got to play the ball. He was stood um, 
obviously when 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 the ball gets to him, it comes off his bum or whatever. Um, he's just stood there, so he's gone from from stationary to scoring a goal. I mean, it's just uh, yeah. I, I doubt we'll be seeing anyone break that record anytime soon. No, I think that's going to stand for a long, long mm-hmm. time. And, it, and it, if someone does break it, it'll be fractions of a second, a point one or point two of a second. And it would have to be pretty much the same way, I think. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, or just a, a dreadful back pass that someone slip, the goal, goalie slips on their ass and it goes in. I don't know, anything can happen, can it? Yeah, I suppose. Um, so, the match. Kev? Wow, I mean, it's, after that, um, it's just kind of like a, a, a really tall sandwich, isn't it? Like, you have a, a goal within seven seconds from the start of the match and then a goal within seconds of um, 90 minutes. Mm. Uh, so, talk, tell us about the filling. Well, the, the finish was a really physical game. I say, like, okay, the score was only one-one, but I mean, there, there was a lot of entertainment there. Mm. I mean, it was just going um, back and forth. I mean, it's fast-paced from the off, um, and yeah, I mean, just some, so, so many yellow cards. I think well, it wasn't Romeo the first one to pick one up as usual. Yeah, seven yellows. Um, seven yellows, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, seven So yeah, and I don't know. I, I felt that um, again, it's pretty much a mirror image of the. the um, the Bournemouth match that, that in the first half I thought that you know we were in with a decent chance mm-hmm. um, yeah. and yeah I mean just, just from counter attack to counter attack um, without somehow anyone managing to score a goal until right at the end and I must say like the last 20-30 minutes or so I thought like the goal was coming and it it, I didn't expect us to win. No, it's just always the way that we can see. It seems to be even from a set piece or somewhere we, we can't clear the, clear our lines. Um, and towards the end of the game, um, yeah, we were just inviting the pressure. Just, it just it looks sloppy. They just try so hard to to get organised, and mm. nobody can seem to just clear the ball, and then it ends up in the back of the net. Yeah, disappointing. And it's just I know you pick up a point and you say okay we'll take that at the start of the game you would have taken it but it's just the way that we're dropping these points it's just that's the thing that's frustrating me yeah I know I wasn't disappointed because I expected us to um, concede an injury time goal as well because yeah so we just have that habit of conceding late goals don't we so yeah and how, how, do, how do we stop that that's because that's going to be a problem I mean we saw it was a problem again yesterday so what how, um, how do we stop these late goals um, don't put Jack Stevens in the lineup. No. <laughs> Jack fucking Stevens. Um, it wasn't his fault. I think yeah, yeah it's the Shida that, that falls flat there, isn't it? Mm. Um, and up until then, Yoshi was actually actually really good. Um, they had Bednar actually. He had a great game. I think they both kept us in it. But yeah, I mean, just just working defensively. I mean, you see us conceding um, goals from set pieces way too often. Um, I think yeah, it's just we seem to be lacking like a leader. At the back, someone like when we had Van Dijk or Fonte or something like that, just someone who can tell people where to go at a set piece or make sure they're concentrating in the last five ten minutes of the game. Mm. We need that kind of player. I mean, I we don't seem to have one. No, that's, that's true. Is, Good point. Could Yoshida not be that leader? I don't think so. He's always kind of like the number two defender, wasn't he? Next to Fonte or next to Van Dijk or next to Lovren, he's always like the number two defender. Yeah. He doesn't really scream leader to me, if I'm honest. I, and, and, and at the start of the season, I thought, I think you did as well, Kev. I thought um, Vestergaard could have could have fitted that role, um, like grow into mm-hmm. it a little bit more. But now I'm not so sure he can either. I mean, um, there's not much further he can grow at seven foot, is there? 
<laughs> not not really what I meant, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I just don't. We don't have that that leader at the back, like Mark said. Maybe Hassan Hertel will address that. Well, I'm hoping he will because I don't think Jack Stevens is going to be here next season, so we're going to need to replace him. And yeah, yeah, who knows what his what his plans are? Um, yeah, I mean, we 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 should have um, converted the chances we had in that match. I mean, Redmond had a string of chances. Mm, um, yeah, yeah, long missed a sitter uh, halfway through the first half as well. Yeah. So yeah, you get the feeling that we, we should have been defending a bigger league, and then it wouldn't have been a problem. Okay, so the the, the, the equalising goal. Do you do you place anything any blame on Angus Gunn? Um, yeah, it wasn't. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't a difficult one to say. Well, it was a hard shot. He he hit it really well. But my my question is is positioning. It, it wasn't. I mean, if he had been. I mean, I was always told never get, you never should get beat near post, and he wasn't on it from where the ball was. I don't think positionally he was he was right. Nah, it's caught out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I suppose we'll, we'll talk about the Bournemouth game and, uh, a little bit later. But um, I don't know. This performance, I mean, he saved us um, a few times before that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not going to begrudge him that. But of course not, uh, right. yeah, maybe he wasn't the hero on the day. Well, what do you think about that, Mark? Yeah, it's like a tough one to blame him for. Like, it, you know, it happens in the day, so yeah, you know, can't blame him too much. But yeah, his positioning could have been better. Could have been, yeah. Um, so one-one, fair result, Kev. Oh, definitely, yeah. I, I, th- I think that is fair. Okay, and Mark, um, you think that's a fair result? Yeah, yeah. I think if you'd given me one all at the start of the game, probably would have taken it. Okay, well, it's just. It always feels worse when you can see it right at the end. Yeah, it's a harsh way to concede, uh, to, to lose the points again. Um, stats, Kev. We had mm-hmm. we had thirty seven percent possession, um, and we had eight eight shots to their fifteen. They had more passes, um, yet we created the most clear cut chances, and we we were far busy defensively in terms of blocks, interceptions, clearances. So, um, so how, how many shots on target did we have for the match? I think we both had four each. Four each, because like three of them came in the first half. You know, I mean, I, mm. I just stopped taking notes um, about an hour in because I was just too fucking nervous. Mm. Um, but yeah, it seems like it really did die down for us in the last half hour. Or it did, yeah, and I think that's when Watford were pressing. And obviously yeah, they wanted yeah. it, wanted it more. But as I say, eight shots to their fifteen. It doesn't really scream like, well, yeah, we deserve to get the three points in this. Um, mm. and as I said before, the most, you know, the blocks, the interceptions, clearances, we were busier. And the game started to get feisty, as we said. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't think that we deserve the three points. On the balance of the stats, just looking at them, but, you know, if you were not looking at the match and just looking at the stats, you'd think, well, we were lucky to get that point. But, you know... I, yeah, I mean, I haven't watched the match. I, th- I think, yeah, that, that, that's totally fair. Yeah. And, and they are very good sides. They um, are a good side. And, um, by the way, did you hear about this half-time entertainment they had with um, Elton John and John Barnes? I did, yeah. Doing that, um, uh, the rap from World in Motion or whatever, and Rocket Man and all that sort of nonsense. I didn't see it, and it for obvious reasons. The Saints fans would just, just kept singing all the way through half time, and then John put Barnes up to stop at one point and say, Shut up, I'm John Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I thought it was fantastic. Oh, I'm going to have to watch it back now if I can. Um, I'm going to start with you on this one, Mark, if I may. Okay. Um, man of the match. 
just the goal has to be long. Nice. Okay. Kevin? Never thought I'd hear myself saying that, but yeah, <laughs> shame on. Kevin? Oh, I really want to give it to Long as well, but um, I thought Hoiberg was the, the, the beast um, that we've seen he can be. Mm. Um, I think he was definitely at his best. So, and, and, and you know, I mean, Yusida's got a lot of marks next to his name for good things that he's done. Um, I'll, I'm going to give it to Pierre-Emil Hoiberg. Wow. So I, I thought this was a difficult one to, to pick, and considering we, you've said two different players, and I'm going to go for a third now. Um, I've got mm. two players written down, and none of the players that you mentioned. So I, I, I think Redmond, um, I know I love Redmond, and you know that I do, but I just think he was always involved. And he, the thing I like about him is that he always looks forward. Whenever he's got the ball at his feet, he's going forward first. Uh, yeah, the most, most of the attacks we had, he played a part in. And he hit the post at one point as well. He, he, yeah, uh, into a save. So I think I think for him, and I, I do think Hoiberg had a great game. Um, James Ward-Prowse as well. I think he played better at, at right wing back this time because I wasn't too sure of him again in the Newcastle game. Looked out of place, but I know he returned to the centre again against Bournemouth. Well, and then when when Valerie came on, yeah, um, of course, towards yeah, the yeah. end, it kind of moved up to to the midfield. But I mean. I'm, I'm feeling more comfortable with the fact that if we do have an injury or Valerie needs a rest, then I know that James Ward-Prowse can step in and do a more than decent job. So, yeah, yeah I, I think there was a massive improvement from the from the Newcastle game there. Um, uh, yeah, Bournemouth. On to Bournemouth yesterday. A crack in South Coast non-derby. Um, the unrequited derby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is, it, it totally is. I saw a, a picture on Instagram, actually, of a, a Bournemouth fan going into the away terminal. and it, um, Terminal? Turnstile? Southampton International Airport. And he had the shirt, and on the back of it it said, We ate scummers. And I thought, well, come on, man. And I, read, I love reading the comments as well, and there was a Saints fan that commented, like, I've given money to that club to help them when they were... You know, facing administration and almost going under, and now I feel bad because they're calling us scummers. It's just, yeah, as you say, unrequited. It's it's not a derby. We don't care. Yeah, about I, remember, I remember once before a game was in either the Championship or League One a few years ago. Remember, like you know, as I was on the way to the game and balls were just yelling abuse at us for no reason. I thought, what are they doing? They've got nobody else there, have they? I don't know. Well, let's pull down. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> I've got a, 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 a weird anecdote about because um, I, I honestly didn't know about the rivalry, and um, I met some um, some guys who were in a statue when I was in, living in Poland, and we were in Wrocław. And um, they're like, "Oh yeah, where are you from?" So, I'm from Southampton. Oh fuck off! Right, yeah, we're, we're from Bournemouth. Like, yeah, we ate you bastards. Like, what? what really? <laughs> and he thought I was taking the piss. You know, I mean, but I'd really never heard of it. Yeah, it's, it's it's a weird one, isn't it? I don't get it. I, mm. I don't think I ever will. But you know, I guess they they need someone to hate. They haven't got anybody as a step apart from. Yeah, there's literally like in the top four or five divisions. I don't think there's anyone near them. Like the nearest clubs Windham, Bristol, Yeah. Yeah, it's not worth it, is it? They just need to find somebody, so they go for us. Yeah. I don't know. If no, we can take it. I don't know if it's them so much, whether it's just, or it's, it's the press that are trying to pick it up to try and make something, because obviously Pompey are nowhere near us. Um, nope. They're trying to keep it, I don't know, trying to make something out of it. Either way, it's not a derby. Um, the game finished 3-3, a cracker. Uh, Shane Long 
James Ward-Prowse and Matt Target with his first Premier League goal. Yeah, kind of ironic that um, in a non-South Coast derby, our second goal scorer was from Portsmouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who we do actually have a proper derby with. <laughs> um, and Bournemouth goals were Gosling and Wilson with a brace. Um, starting 11. So we had Yoshida and Vestergaard out. Yoshida, apparently Yoshida was ill. So yeah, it's a shit, I think. Oh, it's a shit, right, okay. Um, and Vestergaard still injured. So we switched to a flat back four. Um, Valerie, Bednarik, Stevens again. I, I, I took I took the Jack fucking Stevens away because I thought his performance against Watford warranted the the fucking to go. So <laughs> until right. until after this match that he's gone back again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stevens again. <laughs> um, and then Bertrand at left back. Um, three in midfield. James Woodprowse returns to the middle with Romeo and Hoiberg. Um, Long Ings and Ings returns um, replacing Armstrong. Yeah. Um, and Redmond, of course. So another fast start. A brilliant start, wasn't it? It was great. Yeah. Um, corner straight away, I think it was inside two minutes. Bednarik almost scored. And then Hoiberg wasted one. But yeah, just customary fast start. It, it just seems to be the, the case now. Nobody can deal with us. Nobody can deal with that start. Yeah. I mean, wow, it's just, yeah, fast pressing from the off. And, um, yeah, it's been paying dividends for, 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 for quite a while now. And mostly through Shane Long. But, uh, yeah, we had, we had so many chances in that first quarter of an hour. It should have been 2-2 two, yeah, two or 3-0 no up, yeah. All the possession as well. I couldn't believe it. But this is, this is incredible. Yeah, I thought this, this is it. Um, I thought, oof, maybe I went a bit um, bit too easy saying it was going to be 3-0. You know, we could... I thought, could be you know four or five, um, but yeah, it's a weird one. Like it just, just the, the momentum managed to switch um, from us to them several times, and uh, yeah, we managed to take the lead. They took the lead, yeah, and the then lead, yeah. took it back. It's Shane Long, it took him a little bit longer. Twelve minutes. What's <laughs> uh, yeah. he playing at? Eh? Don't it, twelve minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, yeah, again, it was, it was a really cool finish. Yeah, and at the time, when we all won new up as well, I was thinking to myself, when Redmond had that effort as well, that I wonder how Saints are going to slip like playing like this. There mm. is just no way. Um, how do we keep that up? How do we keep playing like that? that that's the problem, though. Like you can't... Can we keep it up for 90 minutes? Not sure. Not sure we can. No, it's com- it was just complete control. And I was so so pleased, and then of course the the, the Bournemouth goal came from the counter, and it was the first yeah. time the ball was in our box. First shot, obviously, first time the ball was in our box, and it's one-one. Just pure counter-attack football. That's that's it. And it was uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I managed to count on like one hand the number of times that um, um, that, that they got the ball um, um, in in our half. You know. Yeah. And then just that blitzkrieg attack. I mean, it's just basically from the goal line <laughs> to the goal goal mouth um, within what about thirty seconds? Yeah, just yes. Yeah, it's a good goal, but then Long hit the post on an open net. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh. that's not like Shane Long, is it? He's <laughs> <laughs> a goal machine. He's just scored like three back-to-back goals. So that's that's, ne- that's never happened. He's a new man. Yeah. Um, how can he miss that? I don't know. 
I, 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 try, I'm t- I was trying to defend him, and I thought he had that shot, and it kind of hit the key. And I thought he didn't expect the ball to come back to him, and he kind of like had the ball under his feet when he took the shot, and I thought maybe that's it. I looked back it's at it three or four good. times, and it, it, that was not the case. He had he could have got down on his knees and headed it in. He had time. Could have lifted it in. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's but, um, yeah, I mean he had a fraction of a second, didn't he, to to, to get to that rebound? Um, he gets to it, you know, it, it hits the post. I mean. You know, fraction of an inch the other way, and it would have gone in. Yeah, um, and then of course they, the, the horrible thing happened where they took the lead, and St Mary's was just silent. Um, great save from Gunn, but yeah, good, was, really yeah. good save. Yeah, and then he's yeah. the rebound, and suddenly we're down. Yeah, twenty minutes, um, twenty minutes of dominant football, and that's it. I, I mean, I asked you, Mark, what's the reason for the for that decline? What is it? Is it? Do you think it's just fatigue, or do you think it's, it's a mix? Maybe just out? fatigue, but like also, yeah, no leaders marching at the back. And I think the the big difference that was made there is that they brought on Ryan Fraser um, mm-hmm. on the twenty second minute, and then that's it. I just you know completely changed them. Yeah. Well, obviously. Yeah, like, well, look at the difference, like between now and when we had someone like Van Dyke at the back. He would like take a Yoshida or someone or Stevens by the scruff of the neck and just like just they like, go over there, tackle him, mark him, do this, do that. Yeah, I mean, and we need that. As good as Yoshida and Benrock have been at, at times this season, there's still a part of me that doesn't trust them. Yeah. Um, but with Van Dyke, that was never the issue, and even with Lovren, it was never the case where you don't you do not trust these like these players. They they, they know what they're doing and. Yeah, they're going to have defensive mishaps, but still, <laughs> there's something yeah. that I cannot shake when I see Yoshida in the starting eleven. Still, I always yeah. think that Yoshida, no matter how much he's improved for the last year or two, like there's, there's a mistake in him yeah. every single game. Whether that leads to a goal or not depends, but there's always, there's always a mistake in him. Yeah, um, and if he makes that mistake, previously you had Lovren or Fontil Van Dyke to sweep up behind him. Now you've got Jack fucking Stevens sweeping up behind him, and it's it's yeah. not going to work, is it? Definitely not. <laughs> um, yeah, nothing gives me heart palpitations more than seeing what we've got um, a back two of Stevens and Bednarik or Stevens and Yeshida. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. Um, okay, so Kev, the the main change from Saints, Romeo comes off and Target comes on. Um, so yeah. Switch things up a bit. So Valerie and Target went to the wing backs, and I believe Bertrand shifted to the left side of the centre back. Yeah, that's a strange position for him. I, I can't remember him ever, ever no, playing there, but um, seemed to kind of work. And yeah, we've gone to a three-four-three now, and it just made a lot more sense like, uh, playing in the natural positions. Mm. Um, Valerie, um, yeah, he was brilliant in that second half. Oh yes, yeah. Um, but uh, we, we'll talk the target goal in a bit. But I want to talk about the James Ward-Prowse goal first. Um, space is opening up. Um, for James Ward-Prowse when he scored the, the equaliser, but Bournemouth defensively they're not there, are they? I mean, so much. I mean, for all the, the counter-attacking football that they can do, they do allow Saints space. And if you give people like Hoiberg and James Ward-Prowse space, they're going to do that to you. Um, and it was a left foot as well. So yeah, nice, lovely finish. Seventh goal this season as well for James Ward-Prowse. Mm. Yeah, he's having a good season. Very good, yeah. Um, I don't know how many of them have been scored from distance. I'd say probably most of them. Well, are you including the free kicks? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say most of them then, yeah. Not been tapping. 
Yeah, yeah, it wasn't the strongest of shots, was it? It just sort of rattled through them. That was his left foot, wasn't it? And then um, the space, the space that he had, baffles me. And then we had the mm. space straight on because um, we could have taken the lead at that point when when Danny Ings had an effort. Mm. You know, a fully confident Danny Ings tucks that ball away. I think I'd say that he takes time. Shane Long in his current form would probably have put that away. I think he didn't realise that he had as much time as he did because he just sort of like you know pushed it with the outside of his right probably mm. could have controlled it down and then hit it but yeah it's a shame um, and then target first Premier League goal and this is why I'm saying Ings yeah hasn't been playing bad because that work that he did winning the ball back was brilliant yeah hold up wrestled play. it away yeah mm. brilliant um, and then he get, the ball goes to Valerie and then, instead of Valerie like turning around and passing it across the middle again he takes on Ake he just goes for it yeah, and then produces a delivery like that. That is incredible. What a what a it, cross! Perfect. That's an incredible cross. I mean, the, the saddest thing about it is that um, it goes right the way across the box, and there's no one there to take it. Mm. So it gets to the far post, and um, yeah, target just comes out of nowhere with that header. Brilliant header, yeah. Thousandth Premier League goal this season. Indeed, yeah. Mm. And it was the quickest time to reach that since '95, I think it was. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Brilliant. Um, Mark, what do you think about that goal? Yeah, it's obviously a great cross from Valerie to get to get there, so... Yeah, amazing. Yeah, and Rosa at the end of it did well, so, yeah. Clever from Prousey as well, because um, he's got a little bit of time on the ball. He sees Valerie coming to his right and just like, all right, yeah. there you go. Do your business. Right. Um, and then the goal from Wilson, counter-attacking again. Uh, an error from Armstrong. Yeah. Um, I think he was looking for a free kick a little bit before that, and he just sort of gave up on the ball. And Bournemouth are a fit squad, aren't they? They're just full of energy. Yeah. Um, straight away, boom, they can harm you in a matter of seconds, and then from nowhere, it's that's it. So yeah. Maybe it was a clever move to play Fraser off the bench, because, um, yeah, he was still fresh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he went through, didn't he, yeah. Bombed it. <laughs> yeah, no, sad. Um, and then I, I'm going to have to talk about the Jack fucking Stevens Jack again. Jack fucking Stevens. <laughs> yeah, out out of chances now for me. I mean, I do my best to try and play devil's advocate because I know everybody else hates him. Um, just when I think maybe we're, everyone's been a little bit too harsh on him, he comes up and makes a mistake like that, and enough is enough. There's, I cannot defend him anymore. <laughs> Um, and Angus Gunn, what? Wow. Just uh, Jack Stevens can't defend anymore, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but he's got to be moving next season now, right? Yeah, I can't see a place for him, but who else have we got, really? Well, this is transfer market. This is what we need, I think. Yeah, we need Hasenhutl to go into the transfer market. And I think you going to say we need Hasenhutl to play back there. <laughs> well, we couldn't do anything. He was a defender, wasn't he? Yeah, he could, yeah, could probably do a better job, yeah. <laughs> He seems like a sort of person you don't want to fuck with. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe he's the leader we need at the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Player manager. I can't remember the last time I seen that in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah. um, and by the way, just like um, at the death, like in the last um, few minutes of um, the match when Austin came on, um, just the time wasting that um, he was doing again, like running to the corner, sort of just standing on the ball a bit. 
It just looked like someone was playing FIFA and they yeah. just like <laughs> dropped the control. That's Jack Stevens, isn't it? No, but I mean, he was just actively being like, yeah, holding up the ball. It was just silly. Come on, you're a striker, you know, like just get a ch- make get I, a make a chance. Like just. Oh. I think Jack Stevens is more on the lines of playing FIFA when you don't know how the controls work. <laughs> <laughs> so what does this button do? Pass, shoot, pull. Oh, I, no, I normally play on the Xbox. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it finished three-three. Um, good game, but yeah, you know, safety that was important. Two more points dropped again. As I said before, that, was, that now is twenty-seven points dropped from leading positions. But you know, the one thing that I'm not concerned about is we can score goals. And we have yeah, been goal. That's a relief. I mean, I don't know the last time that I said, you know, goals goals are not a problem for us. Mm. Yeah, it's just... Well, at one end anyway, it's just mm. conceding goals is the problem. Yeah. And you did no, predict it as well, Kev, I think. Last week you did say that it was um, there's going to be a lot of goals in this. I don't think you yeah, definitely. quite said there was going to be six, but... But yeah, you saw it, so good call on I that. saw us scoring three goals, but just, you, you yeah. You did, yeah. But you always... was optimistic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and we said before that um, Shane Long continues his scoring run, so... Who would have thought we'd be talking about that, really? Right. Shane Long? He's our new Chinese centre-forward, Galbraith. I is <laughs> he uh, <laughs> Mr. Gow's PR man? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, good, good for him. Um, did you see the? I'm guessing you probably did, Kev. I don't know about you, Mark. The post-match interview uh, for Hassan Herzl. Mm. I haven't seen it yet. No, I was going to watch it, but didn't get around to it. Okay, well, he, he basically said that he's planning for next. The, the planning for the next season starts tomorrow, which meaning today, I think. Um. And he says that we need, need to rebuild the team. So, I don't know, you know, whether he's just saying that for the cameras, but looks like there's going to be some players coming in. And the fact that they asked him about the transfer window and he said that we didn't do any business in terms of incomings. Mm-hmm. So, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that there's going to be a big upheaval. As I say, get rid of the likes of um, Jack Stevens and um, probably... Charlie Austin and then bring in bring in the, the players that he wants I, I don't know what, what what's going to happen with Elianusi I don't know what, what's going to happen with Bufal but it'll be interesting I, I am so so excited to see what happens in the summer and next season because I do believe that we can we can push for a top top table if we're playing the way we are we can score goals and the way that we start yeah, matches yeah I, I I think this is next season's going to be Southampton in Europa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think if he gets he's allowed to kind of transfer, I think gets the players he wants. You know, a leader at the back, someone up front who can score a bit more depth. And there's no reason we can't. So, what you? I, I, I'm I'm going to say that we don't need a goalkeeper. No, no, no. got three of them. So, well, yeah. probably two. I think Forster will probably go. Um, I do think we need a centre back. I do think mm-hmm. we need a, another. Right back. Mm, yeah. Um, I think midfield's okay. I mean, I, I, they're not the, the greatest in the world as a core, but I don't. I like them. I like them as they are. I don't want to change it with with Romeo, Hoiberg, James Ward-Prowse. I like them just as they are. Mm. And I do think we need we need goals, more goals. We just need to bring in another striker consistently. We need more goals. 
Yeah, that's what I would... Okay. Midfield is, like, not a priority. I mean, it's, our priority is a big, sort of strong centre-back who can marshal the team. Yeah, someone else at right-back and then someone else who can score up front. Yeah, I'm all for And a bit more depth would be nice. I mean, we, we are quite sort of rumoured to be uh, connected to bringing back some of the players that he uh, managed in Leipzig, like mm-hmm. um, Vili Orban, who was that, you know, yeah, um, yeah. leader at the back. And... Um, uh, what's his name Jean-Kevin Augustin yeah he keeps on coming up yeah I mean I think if those two come in um, we wouldn't really want for much else to be honest nice right, yeah I don't think he can use the connections back in the Bundesliga and to bring in a few players there yeah yeah definitely I think one of the things of um, not doing any business in the um, January transfer window was that you know um, he's proved what he can do with nothing he's got less players than Hughes had and he's managed to um, keep us in the league in, in spectacular fashion and, and, and to do it uh, and to get us to safety early on you know so he, he can show us in the yeah, summer you know say like yeah. you know I, I can deliver the goods you just give me the money and just I'll, think, I'll yeah this is what needs. I can do with no money and less players what mm. can I do with the money and more you know more exactly. yeah exactly yeah, it's going to be exciting times so Kev I'm going to ask you first this time man of the match Shane Long. Good. Me too. Yeah. I mean, it's not not just uh, another early goal. Uh, yeah. Third time in a row, but he was just, you know, non-stop. And, um, it, it, I mean, didn't get taken off until, like, a few minutes from the end, did he? Um, yeah, he was just unbelievable. Um, he should have um, finished that that rebound, but, you know... Um, we're allowed one a match as long as you not Jack fucking Stevens but um, <laughs> yeah and I think you know it was a game of two halves um, we won that second half and um, I think his energy was, was part of that and I'll say Ings Ings was, was pretty good as well yeah. but yeah Shano all the way good stuff and, and you Mark? yeah I'd written down sort of Redmond or Ward Prowse but yeah Long, Long is a good argument as well so yeah, I, I think I went with Shane Long. Um, his goal spell, four goals in five games now, is that? Is that four and five? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That doesn't seem right. I still can't believe he's, that. He's gone from scoring four goals under four different managers to scoring four goals in five games. Yeah. That's awesome, yeah. Um, I do think he's going to have a part next year as well. Um, and for me, his work rate has never been the issue. And as I said before, I think he's a player that Ralph Hurstenhutl likes. Um, and I was I was tempted to give it to Matt Target because I think he came on and was excellent. Um, yeah, Valerie had a good game as well. Valerie, yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, and yeah, but Target needs a mention. He's turning my head because I, I was not yeah. I was not his biggest fan. But yeah, it's a bit long for me. Okay, so we turn our attentions now to next week as we travel to the London Stadium to face West Ham United Sunday, May the fourth, Star Wars Day. So uh, yes, hopefully the Force will be with us. <laughs> yeah. um, Jack fucking Stevens won't <laughs> 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 Difficult game this one um, I, I, I struggle with West Ham I really do They made it difficult for us at home Didn't they back in December we Yeah were, uh, Lost two guys <laughs> But I don't know it, I don't know what the fans expect With West Ham Like I, I've, I've not I don't know a West Ham fan I don't think I, I'd like to sit down and talk to one And discuss what they Where they think they should be because I don't think... I mean, they're sitting in 11th at the moment. I don't think that's good enough. Not for them. It sounds about right, the way well, they've been playing. Yeah, but this is the thing. Should they be playing like that? 
I know the Premier League table doesn't doesn't lie, but as I said they're sitting in eleventh. They had a great result yesterday, beating Tottenham away. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah in, interesting. Good West Ham fact: the the first team to win, first away team to win at both the Emirates yeah. and the New Tottenham Stadium. That. Yeah, that's. But like the the changes that they made in the summer as well, and I, I secretly had my eye on them to like spoil play spoiler against a lot of big teams. I know they did yesterday, but I mean look at the business they did. I, is it Diop they bought in for 22 million quid he was good yesterday Fabianski 7 million Yarmolenko 20 million Balbuena um, Felipe Anderson was like nearly 40 million quid I think um, worth every penny yeah and they got um, Jack Wilshere on a, on a free and he hasn't been playing um, Ryan Fredericks as well Samir Nasri they got um, Manuel Pellegrini behind the bench they're quite a capable squad but are they underperforming um, I mean Variously, yeah. I mean, depends. Again, it's, you don't know what team's gonna gonna come out, do you? But then, if you were to say um, to a West Ham fan at the start of the season, doing all, doing all that business, spending all that money—that's a lot of money to spend, like nearly forty million quid on one player. Um, you're in, you're going to be in eleventh place. Um, I think they need time to settle in. You know, all of these players and, and Pellegrini. I, I get so. that. Yeah. We'll see what they do next season before we start. Um, oh, I'm not. I'm not having a go. But I'm just, uh, this is why I'm confused. That I don't know where they think they should be. I'd like to speak to a West Ham fan and, and be like, "Well, are you happy with your season?" Because I don't know. I mean, it's probably the same sort of conversation you'd have with an Everton fan after all the money they spend. Yeah, well, exactly. It baffles me. But now they've started to pick up a bit. Yeah, I think you give them time, and they'll be up there. I think um, they'll be pushing, both pushing for those Euro places next season. I think. Yeah, that's, I think that's where they should be. So, are you are you worried or scared about facing <sighs> West Ham? Or, um, or is it just like I don't give a shit now? You know, we're safe. We're well, yeah, yes, yeah, so no, so no, I'm not worried because um, it doesn't really mean anything anymore. And <laughs> you know, I've got a feeling that um, the team's going to after that. You know. That no, the nerves that we've had what, with um, um, other teams around us doing fairly well to, to finally be mathematically safe. Um, yeah, I think I think we run the risk of taking our foot off the gas a bit. And West Ham are picking up. Um, yeah, off the back of that win from Tottenham, and they're going to be looking at the table and saying we shouldn't be where we are. Um, we can push higher. I mean, they could they could theoretically. Um, I mean, what eight is probably what ninth? What how, how ninth, far? Ninth. How far off the table? Ninth, yeah. yeah so they, they could push for a tough half finish. Um, so yeah, and, and and the players they have got are they're, when they're performing. Um, yeah, Antonio, Felipe Anderson. Um, I mean, he just absolutely pushes us when, uh, when they play this at home. He has his moments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, your target was was um, playing left back then as well. So mm. I don't know. I still don't think we're going to win though. Um, yeah, is, is, is my turn to go first on the predictions? Um, I think so. Right. Okay. Well, I'm going to say we're going to lose two one. Okay. Well, last week, as you know, I said that we were going to draw one one with Watford, and I changed it on the basis that you had one one. <laughs> And I am fucking livid about it. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I know. So I actually had two one West Ham written down also. So I'm going to stick and go two one oh. West Ham also. All right. Um, Mark, have you got anything to say about West Ham? Yeah, I think 
Yeah, like you were saying, the amount of players they bought in, the amount of money they spent on them, they should be better than where they are. But in terms of prediction, I think it's two teams with nothing really left to fight for. Well, so, I mean, there's there's money to be had at every position still, isn't there? Yeah, of course. Yeah, apart from obviously the it looks better on paper to finish eighth or ninth than it does eleventh, mm. of yeah. course. But and both teams will want to end the season strongly, but. I can see it going one or two ways. Like Saints just completely relaxed, playing about free, playing with freedom now. There's nothing to fight for, or they could just be on holiday already. I don't think Ralph will let them sort of slacken off, but I can see this yeah going for a, say a one all. You, you think one all? Okay. I think one all. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I hope that we don't, you know, slack off. I hope they do put in an effort for the travelling fans and yeah, put in a good show. Yeah, if there's, if there's any manager who won't let them slacken off, it'll be Ralph. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you think of it. Like but that. I mean, six points out of these last two matches, going for both the teams, could be worth as much as ten million quid. You yeah. know, between losing and winning both. So. But it's not the players, is it? It's it's the, it's the club that gets the money. That's what I was saying. That there's no incentive for the players to be like, let's really go. We need to fight for this. Give them a bonus or something. Yeah, I don't know how that works, but yeah. Um, so predictions last week, as I said, I predicted Saints Watford one one, but I changed it stupidly, um, and I went one nil. So I got no points, and you got you had one one, so you got the maximum. So yeah, not not happy with that. Um, and Bournemouth, we both went for a Saints win, so there's nothing there. Um, so the scores now fifty three fifty to you. So you've taken a free no way. Yeah, so you've taken a three point lead because I stupidly changed my mind. So I'm not going to let that happen again. See, now I'm at, I'm at the stage where I'm like, we can't go for the same score because I'm not going to catch you. So that's what you've just done. I know. <laughs> but then I think, well, there's still, there's still two games after that. So <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe I will have to go for it. Okay, I, I will. I will. Oh, God, I don't know. All right, yeah, I will change it. I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. Okay. Uh, are you going to take Mark's uh, suggestion? Yeah, I'm going to go with Mark. I'm going to go 1-1, one, one, and I'm going to hopefully, you know, take take some points back I'm not happy about that alright fair enough yeah. game on yeah um, and fantasy football yes so last week uh, we gave you an update halfway through the game week and uh, that played out on in midweek uh, so the winner from last week was uh, Craig Harris's Sanjum that's uh, Harris Sanjum and 72 points for the week that puts him on a total of 2025 bloody hell um, yeah, I got 44, you got 29. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, yeah, not been a brilliant showing uh, for that week, considering it was a double game week. Uh, this week, so far, I mean, we've got a game, game or two to play so far. Um, looks like Jamie McQuillan's this week's leader with uh, 75 points for the game week. Good. Uh, uh, Patrick Shea's do the hoodoo. He's got 70 points. Marcus Fanshaw on 70. And Lucas Griffiths on 71. Uh, your Lord of the Ings mm-hmm. has picked up 41 points so far. Okay. Um, yeah, he's still, he's still got Harry Kane captain. <laughs> yeah, I haven't looked at my squad. I told you I've, I've given up this season, like I do. All Although the your your voice captain's most Tyler, so I think that's mm. going to um, boost you quite nicely, actually. At the start of the season, um, I had Kane and Salah for goals, mm. and I've not changed them. 
Yeah, I mean, you're pretty much guaranteed if the player is going to be scoring. Um, yeah, me, I think I've done slightly better. 53 points. Yeah, well done. Um, yeah. Still got Lewis Dunk at the back. That's silly. Mm. Uh, I'm for the second week running, and I think I've got more than 20 points on the bench. <laughs> I should be using that bench boost. Yeah. Oh, I've got Mane as captain, so that's quite nice. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Mark, you're not in our league, are you? I'm not, no. I will be next season. Yeah, we're going to have to promote that a little bit more next season. And um, Yeah, we'll, we'll start early with our teams, I think. Yeah, that's cool. Anything else this week? Okay, so I do have a wrestling phrase for you. Actually, before you do that, for a change, right? I know that you're both versed in languages. Mark, I, I believe you speak French, Italian, fluent in German. Or is it Hassan yeah, Hurdle's ge- native tongue? It is, well, Austrian German, yeah. which is... Kind of, kind of German. Yeah, and Kev's fluent in Russian, obviously. Um, German, Polish, Irish, and oh, yeah. and not forgetting your uh, your mother tongue of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought maybe Mark could, could could give you a phrase this time, Kev. Maybe in a in a Austrian dialect. All right, that that'd be amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, well, I would say probably a good football related one would be. Um, well, actually, Swiss German, which is where I lived most recently, would be the the way they say "come on," as in like "come on, Saints," is mm-hmm. "hop." Yeah, hop. Ah, hop from um, uh, Federer. It's always hop Federer. Yeah. So, for example, "come on, Switzerland" is hop sheets. Yeah. Hop sheets. So it would be hop Southampton. What about the Saints? Um, the Saints. Die Heiliger. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah hop die Heiliger. Up to Heidegger, lovely. Up to Heidegger, come on, Saints. <laughs> and Kev, Russian phrase. All right, I'm, I've got, I just got, um, I've got a few um, just uh, that are on topic. So the Russian word for a draw, since we drew with Burma, is that Nietzsche. 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 So Nietzsche. Nietzsche, yeah. Um, but. Uh, you remember how to say victory, right? No. We had it a couple of times, Pabieda, yeah? Oh, yeah, Pabieda. Um, but, yeah, if there's a draw, and since we're, we're obviously such uh, fierce rivals, uh, we could uh, very sarcastically say that, uh, that friendship won, which is what they say when, uh, when it's a draw. Oh. And that's... Uh, that's uh, Papadila Druzba. Papadila Druzba. Yeah. So, Papa Dila Trushpa. Hey, that's good. So, yeah, we're, we're friends Mark, from, you from across the forest. <laughs> I think you both that. did. <laughs> oh. um, but, uh, yeah, not only was it a draw, but we guaranteed our safety. And, um, yeah, speaking of safe, is it, it's, uh, it's easy to say, isn't it? Um, so, we could say that um, that we are safe or that we have been saved by, by Hasn't Hutton, and that would be. Me spasini. Me spasini. Spasini. Me spasini. Yeah. What does that mean? There you go. That, that just means safety, or we're safe. Well, we are. We are safe. Yeah. Me spasini. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else you want to add? 
Um, I think that's just about it. Um, oh, there's just uh, um, next week we're going to be uh, obviously doing our goal of the month polls, player of the month, and uh, fantasy manager of the month. And also, I guess we'll be discussing candidates for player and goal of the season as well. Yes. So if you've got any suggestions, uh, yeah, give us a tweet, email, or carry a pigeon, however you have to get across. <laughs> yeah. I think we got our first message in. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Good. Okay. So. And they voted for Wesley Hoot's own goal against Liverpool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So on that note, up the Saints. Up the Saints. Up the Saints. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.